Welcome back, everybody. And hey, Bob, how are you doing? Hey, Bill, doing good. How about you? Good. I want to talk about forming your own fan base, finding fans, connecting with fans. How That's pretty easy to do, right? <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Yeah, they're standing out line. They're just waiting for you. Okay. So yes. you do what people have always done. You go, take an ad in a newspaper classified column looking for fans. Right yes. To, that's right exactly. to the box office and we'll, you know. Give me all mm -hmm. your information. How is that? That how it works, or am no. I a little bit out of touch? Little bit, just a little bit, by many years. I hate to say, Bill. You know, <laughs> it's it's a really historical it's, research. That's how I learned about newspapers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I looked no, them up on the internet. Yeah. Oh, you looked up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At least you're using the tools. Yeah, I'm getting um, there. Now it's it's a different beast out there now trying to create a fan base or a readership however you want to look at it um as a creator you need your uh you need your core base your what uh the musicians call the mega fans the ones who are going to support you no matter what you do and uh to to create that and to nurture it you know uh, keep it going along and keeping them happy um there's some creators out there that do a very good job of that but to approaching it cold is like i have I'm an artist. I have a art style. I have a project I'm working on. To like approach it from a, just totally cold, like and now I'm looking for fans. It seems like absolutely overwhelming. Like there is no blueprint to do this. There's no you know algorithm like here's how you find a fan. So it seems blindingly difficult. Where do you start? It's very difficult, but it's doable. Um, the thing is, I've I've gone out and created projects and printed many copies and said all right i'm at the con i'm ready to go let's sell and and people flock to your table and throw money at you no they don't because what? i'm in competition with everybody else at the show trying to get that dollar and here i've brought something that they have no idea no information about uh, may or may not have ever heard of myself you know me and uh yeah there, those have been you you uh, brought up the dreaded c word competition which yeah. is one of the hardest things for an artist to really wrap their head around because you're so involved in your work your project your natural instinct is what people do you want people to come to you and discover it and enjoy it because that's the creator fan connection okay mm -hmm. and it's hard to think in terms of competing with other artists because generally you're the fan of many other artists and your attitude is not, I'm going to beat them and take them down, you no, know, no. and your attitude is I want to be part of this community, yes. but to put your mindset into the fact that you're competing with every other artist, that's you, hard for a lot of art, of young creators to wrap their mind around. It is. And, and as much as you're competing, well, I don't know. There's some artists out there that look at new comp new artists and stuff as competitors and they can be rude and there's no reason for it. We should encourage everybody, but you're also competing. The biggest competition is for the fans money, the dollar the the money that they have that they didn't spend at the comic shop on Wednesday, the limited resource. <laughs> yes, that's it. How much money can they spend in this uh, market, in this you know genre, and how much do they have set aside? Um, some some creators out there have found evidently an, an endless amount 
that they've uh, tapped into. Uh, but it's taken them those those creators years to develop that mega fan base. And so, but well, they just went over Diamond's top five hundred orders for the month of March. Mm-hmm. I said five hundred. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when the bottom of the diamond chart was like 175. Okay. I think but I now, found if there a are... stapled catalog for diamond. It was either diamond or capital city. That was like a hundred and something products in it. Yeah. That would have been when we first opened a store. Oh, gosh, what was that? 16, 17 years ago. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. It's been a while. But yeah, but there's just so many choices out there that it's number one, it's wonderful to have so many choices because people who are not going to be the next, you know, Spider-Man artist still have a way to find their, their niche and their fan base because, Mm -hmm. and if you want something different than the same cookie cutter, you know, top 10 books. You can find things that may be obscure, but they will really reach your passion and your and what, what you love. But the fact that they're so hard can be so hard to f- be lost among that crowd, you know, to be able to get th- the attention that you need, and to be asking to be one more creator to be added to that mix. Okay, right. it's a tough sell. It is a tough sell. One thing you brought up earlier was like the creator themselves need to look at them and say, "Who are you a fan of?" Now, that, that's a good thing to look at, but is that also what you're producing? If you're a fan of superhero comics and you see certain creators that you really follow and they have this certain fan base, well, can you tap into that same, same fan base? Are you going to create superhero comics? Um, same it's thing. Po- no, it's my, I'm going to back up a second. It's possible to be the next big artist for Marvel or DC. I mean... There are, you know, they're always looking for new, uh, new styles, new materials. These sure. books have to come out. And yeah, so we, you know, um, we have friends who have made that jump from independent stuff to working for the big two mm-hmm. and successfully. So mm-hmm. that's not out of the picture. Okay. But you have the, the first thing you have to tell yourself is, can I compete? Am I as good as what I can find in any Marvel or DC book? And if you're not up to that quality level, you need to get to that quality level. You do. But, you need to get to that quality level, but is that the type of storytelling you want to tell to also? Right. So there's more, many more options. But you mentioned, like, who are you a fan of? That, that makes me think that if I'm taking this from step one, of like I'm looking for fans. I want people to enjoy my work and to start following me. Well, mm-hmm. who are you following? And how are they connecting with you? Okay. Are they all doing it in the same way? Right. No. What I follow many different people out there, you know, from the a few of the mainstream artists and, and creators to a lot of the uh, guys who are doing Kickstarters or Indiegogos, um, some of the guys who are doing web comics over webtoons. So I reach out and follow a lot. But also personally, I bring this to you know Shoutfire and and trying to learn about what's going on. But on, on the creative side, I'm getting ready to relaunch some my own line of comics. And it's been several years since I've done comics. And so I'm looking at what areas do want, I personally want to reach out to because I'm in the same boat. I've got to recreate a fan base, a readership 
for these comics. So is it the is it the we're going back to another podcast we talked is it the creator is the comic um the, the creating that fan base are you creating a fan base for your comic or are you f- creating a fan base for you as a creator well, something... some of the people you're following how are they doing that are they using twitter instagram facebook what are the ways that they're connecting with their fans and do different creators have their own preferred method yes um, and some creators don't want to be on video, so you'll get mostly audio, podcasting, um, Instagram messaging, stuff like that. Now, a lot of them starting to take advantage of this streaming that's, you know, getting very popular in the past couple of years. And so they're using YouTube, uh, using Facebook video, Instagram video and stuff like that. So I, I think people want to make a personal connection. And this is what I've been trying to get over to some of the guys with Shoutfire is people still like the thing about conventions was that you saw that creator. Um, I, I can tell you I'm going to conventions with blue line setting up. I would walk artist alley, you know, that a couple of times a oh, con yes. and I would share the love. If I did a really good show, I'm out picking up things from many creators. And it was that personal connection for me. I, you know, I, you know, uh, Pirate Girl is one. Pirate Girl, yeah, Pirate Girl yes. is one book that I bought in advance, thinking I'll never get it. And I don't know, it was three, four, five months later, it came in the mail. Um, I really enjoyed the artwork; it was totally different. Um, so there's stuff like that that I would pick up and walk around and look at, and if it caught my eye, I'd support. So the conventions, and need to say, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of conventions this year. Hopefully, when we get back to them next year, but. They want that connection, and that connection is going to be using videos and audios more than ever. So there's a lot of tools out there. I just don't know which ones are working. That's what I'm going to be spending some time on. So we have a lot of um, professionals and -and up-and-coming professionals who are using Twitter, Instagram, so many different platforms, and they're putting out sketches. They're not even, you know, they're just doing putting out what they're doing on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. keeping connected with people. This kind of brings to my mind the the classic chicken or the egg controversy. Okay, mm-hmm. which comes first? Okay, did they have the fans first, and then they put out material to please the fans, or I think it, that's it, what a lot of creators are waiting for. I feel that it's not logical, but am I well, making a kind of a sense here? Yeah, because well, we're talking about two different creators, though. The one creator is going to be the one who has the fan base, but they went out and they got a job. They're one of the many top creators who went out and got a job at Marvel DC Image, um, one of the top books. They worked on a book, building a fan base for that book, and then built their name up. And now they can go on and do an indie release. They can do a Kickstarter and do something like that with their own project. Of course, pocketing more of the money in their pockets than doing something for one of the big companies then you have the creators who don't have those connections that don't have the book to build a fan base so now you it's really depend on who you can get in front of that will give you a few seconds i think you're sort of like a used car salesman you're gonna even with the videos you're gonna have a few seconds to get in front of them so then a couple you know so you're gonna have to be professional you have to get some artwork up in front of them that catches their eyes and see if they're going to stick around for a few minutes and see what you're what you're talking about. 
And if it is something they enjoy, they'll come back. They'll come back. Um, I was online yesterday and I caught Billy Tucci doing a sketch cover on one of the sketch on one of those blank covers for a comic book shop as a fundraiser. And I love Billy. Yeah, gosh, I love talking right. to him and stuff. And he was just typical Billy, million miles an hour, chatting and talking. He does that and presents it on his, um, I guess he's got it on his YouTube. This was a live feed that I was watching. And it builds his audience. It keeps him in front of him. He's done a charitable thing by doing the sketch. It was a beautiful headshot of the thing from Fantastic Four. And oh, I wish he'd draw Fantastic Four now. Um, but it was very cool. These are things you can do to reach out um, and build that following. But Bob, I don't have any followers. I have no fans right now. Why should I get online every day, okay, and put up a new sketch or you know, or a new new idea or let people know what I'm doing? I'm not just shouting to out to the void. You know, no one's paying attention. Yes, but wasting my time. <laughs> Maybe no. Um, you got to start somewhere. Let's see, I was watching. A guy create videos, and he says, you always got to make your first video, no matter how good or bad it is. You got to make your first one, and then your second one. And this is a guy who makes a living now producing successful videos on how to build a fan base and build videos. Um, so you've got to put your first foot forward. The more places you can send people, once you get a connection with them, is better. But well, you've got I to take that first step. Well, I've heard it said you've got a, a thousand bad drawings and you, you've just got to get them out. So start getting up to number eight ninety nine and more so you get those good ones. <laughs> so the same thing, you had to take the same approach to your social media posts. You, yes. They might not be good to begin with, but you have, you'll get better. They will get better. And, and there's some guidelines there. you got to really watch how much of yourself do you give out. you got to watch... Uh, opinions that may offend a fan base. If you don't care, then that's fine. I mean, if you're if you're wanting to really limit yourself on who your fans may be, then hey, if you're against this or against that, rally for it, you know. But it's really a need for that. To me, every dollar counts. To me, if I'm going to put effort and time into this, I need to make every dollar to offset doing it again and then investing in the future. So. I try to be very careful of my social media posts. Um, I'm going to start sharing a lot more on social media, start doing some new videos once we get to cameras and everything set up here in the studio. I'm doing more podcast interviews. You've got to reach out there. And, and the, the thing is, all this does, it takes away from your creative time. You're not writing, you're not drawing, you're not producing. But this is part of your creating time, building a fan base. Part of your, I think you have to, you say you make it part of your creative time. Yes, it has to be. Your creative time cannot simply be penciling. It has to be you looking have for to. elements of storytelling. It has to be, you know, everything that you do. If penciling is your number one joy, there's other things that you do that inform the penciling that make yes. you a better penciler by making you a better consumer. Okay. So mm -hmm. reading books, looking at other artists, trying to practice, what is that artist doing? And can I copy it just for practice, not to change your own style that, but that will make your style better also. 
So oh, there's things that, you know, just if you're too focused on one thing, you're going to miss the other influences that's going to make your one thing better. Yes. But also it's, there's a vanity element to this of I have X number of followers. People are checking my workout. But to begin with, it's absolutely, it's like jumping off a cliff. I don't have any followers. What do I do? And I think basically you jump off the cliff. You start putting things out there and don't care if no one is looking, you know? Right, right. But one thing you need to realize is that eventually, once you do get those fans, the fans who discover you, mm -hmm. they may discover you one year, two years into what you're doing, but they're discovering that backlog of two years worth of stuff that you put out there. Well, the one thing I'm working on and I have is I've been doing this for, I don't know, 20 something years. And over that time, you know, you know me, I've gone out and created retail stores and then I get back to publishing comics and I go out and, and create this and then come back to publishing some comics. And in this whole almost 30 years, I've owned Blue Line Pro and have sold art supplies, which have really slowed down the past few years because of digital. And that's understandable. But I'm back into doing comics. Well, at this point, I think we added up. We've created about 22 comics working with other creators, but they're either characters I've created or some of it I've written, some of it I've inked. Some, you know, I've been involved in the creating process. When I launched this Kickstarter myself, we, I'm going to give away all 22 comics online. You come to my site, and you can read all 22 comics. I want you to get to know these characters. I'm I'm putting together a who's who. Remember the who's who from DC and Marvel and those guys? Yeah, those are still um, very popular in back issues. I love those. Um, I even have the binders here that DC put out. Remember they had binders with the three-hole punches? Oh, I've got them, yes. three ring. Yes, those were awesome. Well, I'm not going to do that. But you're gonna there will be a, a, a who's who we're building up here. So be able to click on character. So my daily post will be I actually have I would say probably hundreds of pieces of artwork and sketches and prints and stuff that we uh, designs layouts that we will be posting here, building up. Like you know this will be the you if you get interested in this project this is the place to go. So if you have that history. It out well, there. people have more history than they think they have. I would think yes. they were like, you're looking at, you probably have a pile of sketches that you think, oh, well, they, they didn't work out the way I want. They're really not that good, but no, you put the stuff out there and let people see the, the process. Okay. Well, Comment, put some comments about what you're doing or why you like this or didn't like this. That's, uh, that's where, yes, that's where I was going to go. If you, if you do a cover design or a layout of a page, and it didn't turn out exactly what you wanted. And then you did it in the way you wanted it. Put out the one that you laid out and say, yeah, this was my original. Um, it just wasn't flowing the way I wanted it to flow. And so then here's my finished one. Use it as a conversation starter. Use it as, hey, I'm sharing a piece of me. This is something that really nobody's going to really see. I wouldn't take this to a convention with me. But by following me and being a piece, you know, being involved with me online with media, social media, blogs, I'm going to share this with you. But um, all of a sudden you found another artist who's going to comment on that mm -hmm. and share something from their process. So you've connected to another like-minded individual and they're you connect to another and another. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's so much to learn from each other. Definitely. Both in your style of artwork, but also in 
how are you connecting? How are you building your network and expanding your network of people? And the, another thing is sharing of uh, sharing of fan bases. I mean, if I make a connection with a creator that I've known since he started, and he has a, a fan base, and he's done something with me, I'm going to make a big deal out of it, connect him, maybe even reach out and say, hey, let's do a chat about it, even though it's been a few years ago that you created it. And now I'm reaching out to his fan base, drawing them over and say, hey, take a look at this. There's ways to build your fan base, to, to build your following, to, to create a readership um, who will want to support you. And that's, that's the key. The and key maybe not all of his fans will you. like your work. I'm sorry. But, oh, no. No, not uh, all. If you're talk, if, but if 10 or 20% do, then you're, you're found more and more people. And it, it builds and builds. Okay. Yes. But this, the way you start is by just starting okay start putting stuff out there okay don't worry about who's even looking at it just get into the pattern the habit of sharing your work and building a presence putting yourself you people cannot find you if you're not out there my big thing is baby steps one step at a time is how we get to walking and then we get up and we get to running so yeah just take that baby step forward um, i think that's where we need to wrap it up for today because we sounds good but, um, yeah, it's one of the hardest, you ha it's a, an act of bravery to just put things out there, not knowing how people are going to react, not knowing how many fans you're going to get, but you have to start somewhere. So you just have to start. You do. And another thing is I, I want anybody who's listening to this. If you have a success story, if you have something you've done that was really brought you in a lot of fans, share that with us. Um, we got an email podcast at shoutfire.com. Um, I'll put it in blow on the audio here. Um, send me an email. I'll share it with Bill here. We'll discuss it. Um, I, I have a feeling we're just breaking the ice on, on building a fan base because there's going to be so many areas we can move into and focus yeah. on and try to share. Yeah. Just to wrap up, I'd like to echo. Yeah. We'd love to hear from people. What else do you want us to talk about? What stories do you have to share? Because that's how this all builds. Yes. Sounds great. Thanks for your time, Bob. Talk to you again soon. Thank you, Bill. Take care. Bye-bye.